0: Greetings, science warriors. Metaception here. Now today, I want to talk about another aspect of the scientific process that we don't really think about and we take for granted, but we shouldn't. Because <laughs> it's the same thing that makes the world go around and it's the very thing that can hurt the hurt the ideas the, of science, the, the process by which we find knowledge, by which we make discoveries about medicine, about technology about tons of things that we expect to be objective and truth-finding ultimately it's affected by the need to find money to actually fund science to begin with because it's the kind of thing where we have to think about where as inspiring as the final products may be of the years of hard work and careful calculation and planning and organizing that goes into obtaining scientific knowledge it's worth asking How does science actually get paid for? How is all of that, all those massive efforts all over the world, all those thousands of papers published every year, how are they funded? Because if you are a scientist or a professional researcher in charge of your own lab, you have to worry about the cost of equipment, cost of materials, employee salaries, such as for graduate students, specialized software, publication fees, etc., expen- those expenses often need to be covered in order for your research projects to be performed. These projects are often funded by government operated grants. As I mentioned before on my episode on the open access movement, how billions of dollars go into government taxpayer funded grants for these research projects. And they're supposed to be awarded on an American basis, right? They reward research proposals that are are done with the highest professional quality. And although some funds may come from the researchers' respective university, most of the time, the actual researcher is expected to apply for and be awarded grants in order to sustain their careers in the long term. however there's a problem here most scientists or academic researchers find that the current system of rewarding grants is extremely arbitrary in that there's no real relationship between the quality of the research that get actually gets grants and how the original proposal was actually rated based on once the final paper is published and how often it's ends up being cited there is not a strong sense of correlation there and there's no real reassurance that that the grant models are f- funding the best research out of all the applicants and that also the process is really unhelpful and it often creates perverse incentives for researchers who have more flashy or attractive proposals which pushes them to overpromise on their proposal in a way they can't deliver and avoid research that is less likely to be replicable by avoiding taking risk and that they have to spend far more time on writing grant proposals to make them competitive than they would like since that is time that could be spent on the actual projects that they have already gotten involved in trapping them in the cycle where they have to place less priority in conducting the actual science of experimental design of data analysis of fewer Feedback, etc., that their proposals are based on just to have the money to fund them. And many just feel that the money given to these public grants are too limited. Thereby making them. Most of these grants are funded by taxpayer money and they determine what areas of research will see innovation and which will remain stagnant and go nowhere. Whether the ones that see innovation will be the ones that better our livelihoods in a meaningful way. So we want to get our money's worth. However, if scientists are too concerned with playing it safe, so they aren't willing to be bold and push for truly innovative, novel research, then that is less likely to be made to begin with. However, a potential solution that's being, being cited in some scientific circles is that of a research grant lottery. Or research proposals that pass a basic cutoff test of competence, that have basically decent mytholo- methodology and follow the right format and have the right credentials, would just be put together in a pool and the funds would be allocated based on a randomized lottery, assuming they're categorized based on subject. Now, this idea is being pushed by scientists of all stripes, especially in the biological sciences and everywhere, from the US to the UK. This is a pretty... We could also just have the application process be based on a track record and letter of intent, making them brutally, unreasonably competitive and too concentrated in the hands of a few successful researchers at the top of their field at elite schools, and leaving a large part of academia empty-handed. As an alternative to public grants like NIH or NSF, National Institute of Health and National Science Foundation, respectively, some to turn to the private sector, which can create conflicts. Which, unfortunately, can create conflicts of interest, especially when it comes to studies of public health or medicine that are funded by pharmaceutical companies or large corporations that are involved some way in health products. And even when novel research is produced, it's often less likely to be cited and less likely to be published in high-impact journals. There isn't much incentive for investigators to push for transparency in their mythology in a way that would increase the liability of replication, in the sense that they're not producing research with strong enough methods that it could be easy to reproduce by a different research team who use the same methods, because they are often encouraged to be so ambitious that they end up being sloppy with their, with their methods in order to produce like really attractive results that, pub- that would seem interesting enough to get published in those high impact journals that are a boost to their careers. Most of these or have entire labs and research groups be funded for a regular period of time instead of as specific proposals for one single project to make funding have a more long-term setup and for investigators to have more flexibility with their work and be more ambitious and risk-adverse as a result. And private groups like pharmaceutical companies can pool their money together and spend it on drug research Pretty be a broad problem in academia generally. groups who don't contact them during the study phase and execution phase. And private groups like pharmaceutical companies can pull their money together and spend it on drug research groups, but who won't contact them during the study design and execution phase so as to avoid any conflicts of interest that would hurt the reliability of their research. So in conclusion, lottery-based reform for how science is funded boldness. Indicates just how little faith the scientific communities have likely have some unintended side effects in the current system so it's easy to believe that the benefits might outweigh the cost in any regard and I hope you find that worth thinking about thank you very much and I hope you would also for those of you who are involved in scientific research on your own to, and I hope you continue to join me on my crochet to share knowledge of medicine for all those who are willing to hear thank you and take care I hope you continue to join me on my crusade.